Today, we're going to continue walking through the book of Mark. And yesterday, I began to tell you this story that intertwines with each other, this story of Jairus and the woman who touches the hem of Jesus' garment. These two stories are happening simultaneously. And so I told you yesterday of the woman who reached out to touch the hem of Jesus' garments, believing that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she would be made well. Now that story coincides and is inserted right in the middle of Mark 5 and the story of Jesus and Jairus. Now the Bible tells us here what's going on in Jairus's life. Verse 21, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the sea. One of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came and, and, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and begged him, my little girl is at death's door. Come and lay your hands on her so she can get well and live. So Jesus went with him. So Jairus is a synagogue leader. If you go to Capernaum today, there's a synagogue there dating back to the day of Jesus. And it is considered to be Jairus's synagogue. So it's the place where Jairus would have been the synagogue leader. Now here's why that's important. Because it's in the synagogue of Jairus, back in Mark chapter number 1, where Jesus cast a demon out of an individual. It's also in Capernaum, where they press against the door of Peter's mother-in-law's house, and Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law from a fever. It's also in Capernaum where they dropped a paralytic through the roof, and Jesus told him to pick up his mat and to go home. And so Jairus is a man who has been saturated with the message of Jesus. The, the, the rumblings and the gossip and the words about Jesus have circled through the streets of Capernaum. And Jairus knows the reputation, knows the testimony, knows the teaching, and knows the healing power of Jesus. However, he's a Jewish synagogue ruler, which means to go and to give himself to Jesus, to go and to seek the wisdom of Jesus is career suicide. This is something you would never do. You would not go seek advice from Jesus if you're a synagogue leader, a religious leader. Not true advice anyway. They're trying to trap him in order to kill him. But Jairus has a certain predicament now. His daughter is at death's door. He knows she's uh, at the point of death. You can imagine that his wife has told him for days, you've got to do something, Jairus. We're giving her the medicine. We're doing everything the doctor has said, and nothing is working. Jairus, do something. And all along, that testimony of Jesus that he has seen with his eyes, heard with his ears, is continuing to come up into his mind, and he knows there is one. Oh, there is one that might be able to raise my little girl up. There is one who may be able to cure her of a fever. If I could just make my way to Jesus and convince him to come to my house, then maybe my daughter would live. And so Jairus makes his way to where Jesus is at. And he begs Jesus. And Jesus, the Bible says, went with him. Now as Jairus and Jesus are on the way. The scene of what we saw yesterday happens. 
Jesus and Jairus are walking. A crowd is pressing in on them from every angle. People are everywhere. They're trying to get there as fast as possible. You can imagine Jairus has the hand of Jesus pulling him along, trying to get him there to his house. After all, he knows that time is short. The time is ticking. The clock is counting down. It's only a matter of moments now. His daughter's going to pass away. And just at that moment, a woman reaches through the crowd, touches the hem of Jesus' garment. Her her flow of blood ceases and Jesus stops. Jairus, why stop now, Jesus? We've got to go. We've got to get to my house. My daughter is about to die. We can't wait here to talk to this woman. You can imagine all these things are running through Jairus's head. And after all, this is a woman that lives in his town. He knows this woman. He knows her reputation. He knows her as an outcast. What does Jesus have to do with her? And Jesus calls her daughter and the woman testifies of what Jesus has done in her life. And the Bible says right then in verse number 35 that while he was still speaking to the woman that people showed up from the synagogue leader's house and they come and they tell Jairus, your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? In that moment, you can imagine that Jairus, all the blood rushes from his face. His knees grow weak and he's about to collapse because he knows my daughter is dead. Now, friends, I have a little girl and and I have two little boys. But, But I'm telling you as a daddy, there is something about a little girl to a daddy's heart that he just, there's just a protective force inside of us that, that, man, we will do anything to ensure that our daughters are safe and that our daughters are cared for. And so at this moment, when this man hears that his daughter is dead, he feels as if he has let her down as her dad. And not only that, he he didn't get her the help she needed and the grief overcomes him. And the Bible says, when Jesus heard what had been said, he looked at the synagogue teacher the synagogue leader, and he said, do not be afraid, only believe. I believe in that moment, everybody is quiet because they've been listening to what this woman had to say to Jesus and she is still kneeling right beside him. But I believe that Jesus steps back and he puts his hand down and he says, don't be afraid, Jairus, only believe. And he has his hands like this and he maybe looks to his right and his left and there's a woman beside him who's just been healed of a, of a severe bleeding disease. Over here to his right is a man who had demons cast out of him. Just behind him is a blind man that had been healed. Over here is a paralytic that's learned to walk. Over here is Peter's mother-in-law who's now no longer with fever, but is serving everybody. Back behind him are fishermen and tax collectors that have given their all in order to follow him. And so in this moment, Jairus looks up and hope springs to life. If Jesus can do that for all of them, maybe he can still do something for my daughter. And so the Bible says that Jesus makes his way down to Jairus's house. He does not let anybody into the house except Peter, James, and John. And they get there and there are people weeping. There's a commotion. And Jesus says, why are you making the commotion? Why are you weeping? This child is not dead. This child is only asleep. And they begin to laugh at Jesus. Can you imagine the scene? I can imagine Jairus saying, just stop laughing at him. He's here to help. 
And the Bible says that Jesus took the child's father, mother, and those who were with him. He entered the place where the child was. He reached down, takes the dead girl by the hand, and he calls out, Talitha Koum, which is translated little girl, I say to you, get up. And immediately, the little girl got up and began to walk. She was 12 years old. Jesus simply speaks the word, and the little girl gets up from the dead. And the Bible says, at this they were utterly astounded, and he gave them strict orders that no one should know about this, and said that she should be given something to eat. As Jesus called forth this little girl from the dead, so today he is calling you forth from your dead spiritual state to life with him. He's saying your name. Come out from where you are. Come out from the deadness you're living in and be made alive with me. Just like this little girl was made alive 2,000 years ago. So Jesus is the resurrection and the life and he wants to give you abundant life here and now and eternal life in the future is something only he has the authority to give. Would you give it all to Jesus? Guys, I love you. God bless you. And I will see you next time on New Horizons.